0: Welcome, everyone, to the Adventures Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torrent, and with things like co-host, Peyton. Yo. We have a great show for everyone this week. We'll be talking about our favorite voice actors in the news of the week. be time codes in the description or the show notes if you want to jump around. And with that, here's Peyton with the news.
1: All right, we're going to start out with some Marvel news this week. Uh, this is according to My Time to Shine. Uh one of these pieces of news we've heard before, but this is a corroboration along with an extra piece of news. Apparently, both Jeff Loveness and Michael Waldron are no longer writing the King Dynasty and Seeker Wars, respectively. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> the internet <laughs> rejoices. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, good, I guess? I still think Michael Walter did nothing wrong, <laughs> to be honest with you. I think... I think he was dealt a bad hand. But when it comes to Jeff Loveness, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we like Quantumania enough, but, like, they're no Marcus and McFeely. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. But this is also according to my time to shine. Uh, She-Hulk season two is happening. Good. Fuck
0: the haters. So... Mm-hmm. This is going to be another time where I take a break from the internet once again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. One of the worst eras.
0: (laughs) Yeah, one of the worst eras of being on the internet, Yeah, Crazy.
1: The worst eras in recent memory are she hulk Falcon the Winter Soldier, and
0: Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan was rough. Jesus, that was...
1: Yeah, that was horrible. But yeah, um, next piece of news, Disney VFX workers are voting to unionize over 80%. 80% of Disney's in-house VFX members have officially signaled their desire to unionize. Good. Huge. Huge. We're seeing, like, this new, like, boom of unionizations, like, I think I read somewhere that it hasn't been this crazy since, like, the fucking 50s. So, everyone should unionize. Everyone everyone needs to unionize get that bag the effects artists need to unionize hell we're talking about voice actors t- today they need to unionize actually speaking of that uh SAG-AFTRA is looking to uh get like video game actors yeah to unionize uh, good good so yeah that's fantastic but moving on to uh some, I guess, I guess technically it's bad news, but it's in result of the strikes, which is a good thing. So, um, but this is according to the Hollywood reporter, uh, X-Men 97 is going to release in early 2024, which I don't think we've gotten a release date for that. So that's just normal. Uh, what if season two were released around Christmas day? That'll be fun. Echo has been delayed from November of this year to January of next year. So is what it is. I'm really curious if they're going to keep the, uh, binge model for that show. Now that it's delayed, or they're going to do something different.
0: Yeah. All this, all the, all all the strikes are just like, I mean, like I said, you know, it's good. Um, you know, great, great for everyone that that's unionizing and all the delays. I ain't worried about that because you want to know why it helps me catch up with all the stuff that I'm missing.
1: And you're missing many things.
0: I am missing many things. Um, Also, like, uh, I saw the video that Adam Driver uh, said about the strikes yesterday and other companies. Because, you know, like, um, you have companies like Neon and SCX who are like very smaller independent companies who can, like, appeal to SAG's wish lists and pay their actors. But, you know, big companies like Disney, like, can't even do that, which is, yeah. Like, it's upsetting, but at the same time, it's like not surprising at all and that's why like you know i was talking to my friends about this because you know we're we we want to be in the film industry and we want to we like doing this stuff but like we're gonna experience like a, a little kind of like a new cultural renaissance with like the with like film and like everyone's gonna start making like their own like independent um company and it's gonna like blow up because you know like it's not. It's not like you know Disney or anything. Nothing that's connected to Hollywood. So, uh, you know, and that's why also like I I really enjoy like movies from A24 and Neon because like you know the the quality is all there, and if they're able to fulfill SAG's wishes, it makes it even better. And I'm willing to support them even further along like the company's longevity
1: in a hundred percent agreement agatha coven of chaos two things here agatha coven of chaos has been delayed from winter of this year to early fall of 2024 God so damn. almost a whole year delay yeah. and also it's been retitled <laughs> again oh, dude. So we've got agatha house of harkness agatha coven of chaos and now it's agatha darkhold diaries that's fucking horrible which apparently with the with where the show's going apparently dark hole diaries is a, is a more apt name but i don't know we'll see i guess uh clearly it's a, like, it's a play like, on princess diaries yeah i do like covenant of chaos though i liked house of harkness is what it is but uh daredevil born again iron heart and wonder man have all been delayed indefinitely mhm yeah cuz okay. again cuz of the studios inability to continue to refuse to pay writers and actors fairly. So you know. Yeah. Maybe if they just did that. Yeah, no, man. Maybe if they actually gave like
0: money to people, uh, you know Yeah, one percent of their
1: income. Yeah, may make
0: people like have livable wages. Yeah. This is such a crazy concept. Literally if you
1: look at the numbers, they're literally asking for nothing, basically. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They should borderline be asking for more, to be honest. Yeah, they should be asking for
0: more, and I want them to ask for more. But of course, you know, like, you know, before you know, they want they want to be greedy so fucking bad. Like, you know, like I said, like, like things are gonna like liven up soon for like the for like the, the like the, the little guys, and they're gonna find work in like these like smaller independent studios, and it's gonna be like so wonderful for them. I I hope that happens, but. It's just, like, insane on how, like... I mean, of course, you know, like, we've seen it in history before, but, like, asking for, like, something to, like, live off of is fucking crazy, especially from, like, fucking Disney. Yeah. Like, Disney, Netflix, and, you know, like, Warner Brothers, or I actually don't even know much about Warner Brothers. I know it's just mostly Disney and Netflix I've been hearing about, but still, it's, like, come
1: on. It's not that hard. It really isn't. Or it shouldn't be, at least. Yeah, they, just,
0: they they, they, they want to be ignorant. It's pure like, greed. Yeah, it, it's it, pure, it is pure greed. It's pure
1: greed, but also, like, apparently, like, David Zaslav and, and Bob Iger were, like, confused that people were not siding with them. <laughs> they were yeah, like, why do people support yeah. the actors and writers? What a weird concept. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: I remember the Netflix CEO was like, oh, yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah you, you, you said that. Like, uh think like yeah, one of our podcast like it's gonna set like this is gonna set a precedent like in the massive for money it's gonna set a precedent and i'm like wow like yeah no shit buddy. yeah
1: this is gonna set a precedent for all the few yeah good that's exactly what should happen <laughs> fucking idiots i know they're so stupid anyway don't mind me as i take a sip of my dr pepper the best drink on the planet
0: is it a regular dr pepper
1: mm
0: the dark purple zero mm-hmm. yeah that's that's good stuff
1: good stuff indeed uh next piece of news and our last piece of news it's a bit of a sad one uh usually we do uh the sad ones up top to get it over with but this one does lead into our topic so um i'm sad to report that arlene sorkin has passed away at 67. If you don't know who Arlene Sorkin is, because I know uh, she's not, I guess uh, as as well known as uh, maybe your your other uh, prolific voice actors. But Arlene Sorkin is the original Harley Quinn from Batman the Animated Series. Um, and not only that, if you're if you're a big fan like me, if you're a big fan of Harley Quinn. Uh, Not only was she the original voice, she is literally the inspiration behind the character. Without Arlene Sorkin, Harley, Harley Quinn would literally not exist. So, uh, you know, Harley Quinn first originated in Batman the Animated Series, and Arlene Sorkin was the main source of inspiration behind that character. They got her to voice her, and, you know, the rest is history. She completely shaped that character to be what it is today. Uh, the voice actions, everything. And now she's gone uh, to lose both Arlene Sorkin and Kevin Conroy within a year of each other is just crushing uh, within this, within this uh, fan base, I guess. Um, Cause uh, I think Kevin Conroy died in like November of last year which is crazy that it's almost been a year since that happened. I feel like I I, I remember like when we recorded that episode when we uh, had to report that. I specifically remember the episode because it was our uh Black Panther Wakanda Forever review and that entire episode was just a huge downer <laughs> because cuz like Kevin Conroy died and we had to talk about that and then Black Panther Wakanda Forever in itself is just a downer of a movie. Uh and it was just that that's probably our worst episode. <laughs> It's probably our worst episode just because of the low energy, uh, but yeah, it, uh, really sucks that Arlene Sorkin is no longer with us, uh, obviously well wishes to her, uh, her family and her friends, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, her, her, uh, passing inspired us to do this topic, uh, our favorite voice actors, because you know, just being if you're if you're a fan of this sort of space, uh, voice actors may pop up on your radar, but not obviously they're not as uh, well known, I guess, as your as your quote unquote regular actors, <laughs> even though that term is stupid because they're all actors. But uh, as you're like live action actors like your Robert Downey Jr.'s and Chris Evans and what have you, uh, because these people do deserve. A shit ton of credit because some of your favorite shows some of your favorite games uh especially the story driven ones i uh, have stupidly good performances if they were movies os- oscar worthy performances so uh yeah it, it, i think it's um, uh, important to acknowledge these people uh and also because we're huge fans we love this space we love voice actors they're just the best. I, I can't. I, I like. I, I genuinely don't know a single voice actor that's like known to be like a prick. Like you. Like you always hear like right, like again like like live action actors all the time being like oh, that. Apparently that person's an asshole and that person did this and that. You never really get that from the voice acting community, uh, which I absolutely love. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about uh, our favorite voice actors and stuff like that. But first, I, I kind of want to talk about how how we approach or not how we approach, but like how we sort of got into this, because, again, we're big uh, voice acting fans. My dream job is to be a voice actor torn uh, torn would dabble, I think. Right. You dabble. Yeah,
0: I, I dabble in it and I still would want it to be part of like my profession um, you know for me like like I said like I'm I, I want to be a filmmaker I want to be like you know, a director and actor and I mean, part of that was voice acting and like that was kind of like my first like idea like because like, you know like back then it's still kind of now a little bit I would like watch anime and I'm like hey you know like I really want to get into voice acting and then of course that kind of like transitioned so yeah I, I mean I wouldn't say like a dabble but like I still would want to be like something that i would do in my career
1: yeah for sure i want it to be my main thing because that's all i'm good at (laughs) (laughs) not really but like i can't i mean like maybe the only other thing in like show business that i think i would want to do is maybe write even then there's like hard specifics in that like i'd I'd, like i think i'd love to work in like a writer's room for like a sitcom or something regardless anyway (laughs) so like what was your like first introduction to like the voice acting world
0: um so basically you know I, like i guess i was watching a ton of anime and like one of my first i guess like the the anime that kind of like was kind of like my gateway was like naruto um even though i had watched anime like when i was younger like you know occasionally dragon ball but like it was like inuasha but you know watching naruto and like binging that. Um. It just kind of like was like you know it was like really cool, um, like just knowing that like people can have these like like performances like you know just like in the booth, and then you know, um, and, it, and it kind of like progressed more towards there you know like uh, through through video games and, and other forms of media like you know cartoons, and um, another person that really that, that really inspired me was. Kevin Michael Richardson. Kevin oh. Michael Richardson. Oh. Like he does a like he he's like very known. Crazy range. Like, yeah, crazy crazy range. You know, from like King Neptune from SpongeBob, or um,
1: Gantu from Lilo and Stitch.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, some other voices Joker in
1: like, the Batman.
0: Joker in the Batman. Uh, Cleveland Junior. and Jerome, of The course, guy in the the Cleveland show. Um, Broke from the Flintstones. Forgot his name. Yeah, you know, he has like some voices from Avatar The Last Airbender, um, Chowder. You know, like he's been like he's there. Like he's been a part of like the voice actor community for a long time. He's has an incredible, incredible amount of shows and television shows, uh, television shows, video games, movies under his belt as a voice actor. And that was like my really big inspiration for that. And, the, and there's other more inspirations that I would get into once we talk talk about that. But yeah, that was kind of like my some of my introduction. It was
1: anime, anime, and Kevin games. Michael Richardson.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <Unbelievable. laughs> I can't believe I get to tell this. Um, my sort of introduction to this was it was it was a couple things. So, how old were you when you sort of like f- like figured out that this was like a a thing um,
0: like yeah i think i was like you know maybe like you know like 16 17 because yeah. when i started like watching like anime like that um
1: interesting i was 10
0: yeah. oh you're 10 yeah i was 10 well, like, well, well, well the thing is like I, of course you know like you never i never really thought about it before yeah um but like yeah like to know that there was an actual community and like their companies that like fund this. So yeah, I was like about like 16 or 17, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was 10. So it was like fifth grade. Um, I was always like a huge or, or back then, or I guess still technically I w I don't watch it as much as maybe I should, but like I was a huge, huge, huge fan of Looney tunes, uh, which unfortunately is just not as popular as it used to be. Kids don't. Kids these days don't know Bugs Bunny. They don't know shit about Bugs Bunny. No, but, but like in fifth grade, I was a huge fan of of Looney Tunes, and like me and my friends at like recess would play Looney Tunes. We'd have like designated characters. Like each of us had a, a designated designated character. When we started, everyone wanted to be Bugs Bunny because who doesn't want to be Bugs Bunny? Uh, but. It, we had i I forgot what we did if it was like a coin flip or we did rock paper scissors uh but uh my friend darius was bugs bunny and i got daffy which i was fine with because i i love daffy he's like he's like the idiot but he's hilarious uh so that was cool you know my friend my friend brandon who you know uh Mm. brandon he was a yosemite sam my friend nicholas was marvin the martian uh and so on so like we we would play like looney tunes at recess and if anybody knows anything about voice acting you know probably know where this is going but like i, I was probably i was probably like in hindsight i was probably really annoying because like because we'd like do the voices but i would be like no man you're doing it wrong <laughs> no man it's more the back of the throat you know if you're doing marvin the martian it's more the back of the throat bro <laughs> like that's the shit i was doing <laughs> And and like the voices I was doing, it was probably wasn't very good. I mean, I was fucking ten years old. I was doing Daffy Duck. I was probably like you're despicable. I was probably doing that, and I was like, man, I'm so good at this. But <laughs> that's, um, but like one day it was like it was like a rainy day, and you know when it, it when you're in school and it, and it's a rainy day, you don't go you don't go to recess. They do like an indoors an indoor recess, essentially. Yeah. And uh, my teacher put on the TV, Looney Tunes was on. I was like, hell yeah! And I don't know what it was, And in that moment, I was just like, I wonder who plays these characters? Because like, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't like the that the kind of kid that was like these these characters and these things are real. The Hulk is real. Like mm-hmm. I like I was fully aware. Like this is fiction. So like, obviously, there's people that are playing these characters, and I was like, I was like, man, who? who play these characters so uh, go home get on a really shitty computer with a shitty internet that takes like 10 years to load up a page um and it's like you go to google it's like who plays bugs bunny mel blank awesome this guy mel blank plays bugs bunny awesome is what it is who plays daffy duck mel mel blank oh uh okay who plays Yosemite Sam? Mel Blank. Who plays Sil- <laughs> Sylvester? Mel Blank. Who plays Tweety? Mel Blank. Who plays Elmer Fudd? Mel Blank. Who plays Marvin the Martian? Mel Blank. Mel Blank, Mel Blank, Mel Blank, Mel Blank. Every character except Elmer Fudd for a time, uh, the guy, the original Elmer Fudd died, but then Mel Blank took over. Uh, uh, every single character except, I think, Granny is played by Mel Blanc and Mel Blanc does the, even the, some of the sound effects, uh, like it's ridiculous. And so like my brain fucking exploded, like how can one guy play a stupid amount of characters, uh, essentially be the show. He is Looney Tunes, Mel Blanc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just, that, that blew my mind. There was like a, there was like a, uh, uh, like some like documentary on him or, or something on YouTube that just again highlighted th- this industry. And it was, it was then that I was like, oh man, I think this is like what I want to do. And I haven't wavered since. <laughs> so yeah, Mel Blanc, Mel- Looney Tunes and Mel Blank. Um But after that, the world just, this voice acting world just sort of exploded. And then I started learning about, you know, other voice actors and, 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 you know, who they play, what they look like, their range, like figuring out, uh, you know, all oh, this thing that I love watching. Oh, it turns out they play this other character and another thing. And then like, the, the, I think the two instances that blew my mind the most were Mel Blake, you know, playing all the Looney Tunes characters, among other things, he's like Woody Woodpecker and shit. He's the, uh, and uh, Porky pig and what have you. Um, but the second one was figuring out <laughs> figuring out that Luke Skywalker plays the Joker, fucking yeah. annihilated my world. <laughs> like, like in what universe is the guy that is the guy that goes, I was going to Taiji Station to pick up some power converters. The same the same guy who plays the fucking Joker. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> mel blank is easily up there and mark hamill obviously is up there as well i mean bro plays a stupid amount like it's like once you know it's mark hamill it's like almost obvious but like like skips in regular show i fucking loved regular show it turns out he skips and i'm just like what the fuck like he, he plays a bunch of roles in like adventure time like he's always he's always out there but yeah
0: Besides Kevin Michael Richardson, um, I would say that another one, uh, another voice actor is um, uh, Neil Kaplan. And Neil Kaplan is the voice of Madara from Naruto Shippuden, and he's also the voice of uh, Optimus Prime in some of the Transformers uh, media. But the thing about what made me love Neil Kaplan is the fact that, like, it's kind of like one of those things like like you said about Mark Hamill, like, once you know it's Neil Kaplan, it's Neil Kaplan, but, like, his moderate voice is so fucking crazy. That shit's, like, it's very menacing, yet it's very, like, sophisticated, and it's, like, also, like, one of the... That's also one of the um voices I try to, like, do, like, a lot. I can't do it now, but... Like, that's something that I really tried to um, replicate. Um, I remember doing a, like, in a, I, had, I took an acting class in, in college, and one of the final assignments was to have, like, a monologue. And I was like, you know what? I got this shit. And we, I did a moderate monologue, and I did it in his voice. And my teacher, I remember I remember that. My, yeah, my, my professor was like, you do a really great voice. I was like, thank you. That 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 like that brightened up my day. Brightened up my day for real. Um so yeah, no Kaplan. And also like I had a like I had like one interaction with him on Twitter. I was like I just randomly I think like at three in the morning I was like I would love to show you my moderate voice. And he just said okay. And I sent him a video and I mean I never got a reply back or I mean I, I mean, I hope he saw it or whatever, but yeah, I have like that one interaction with him.
1: That's crazy. And it's pretty dope. Uh, I think, man, who to who to choose next? Um, I think, uh, oh, I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, the goat. <laughs> All these guys are goats, but uh, one of the best to do it. John DiMaggio. Mm, okay. Again. Someone who is just probably in everything <laughs> you've ever seen. Um, some of my favorite roles from him are, of course, Jake, Jake the Dog in Adventure Time, uh, Bender from Futurama. Uh, he is just phenomenal. One of my favorite things about uh, John DiMaggio, and then there's another person on this list that is sort of similar uh, in a similar vein. His voice is so recognizable. Uh, it's like you, when it's John DiMaggio, you know, it's John DiMaggio, but there's, there's always these subtleties that he does that makes the characters vastly different. Cause like, even though they're practically the same voice, Bender and Jake are not the same. Uh, and also he's, he's, I think he gets chosen a lot of the times for his voice, but like also, but you, you get roles for him, like the Joker in Batman under the red hood, which, which, is a phenomenal performance from him as that character. One of the most underrated Joker performances, period, in my opinion. Uh, he, he he really, really does a great job. And I, too, had an interaction with him on Twitter. <laughs> uh, John DeBagio was pretty uh, outspoken politically on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, he said some shit about Texas, and I replied to him, and he liked it. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> John DiMaggio liked my like my tweet. Got a little John DiMaggio. He also, uh, I think, yeah, I think he's he's liked my tweet twice before. I also made like a joke and he liked it. I don't remember what the joke was though. I don't remember the context. Okay, so
0: my next one. Hmm. You know, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say this until like cause I, know, I know we're gonna get there. Um, so the next one is gonna be Vic Mignogna, and Vic Mignogna, um He has voiced; he's most notably voiced um, Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, I love his voice acting. I think that's one of the reasons why I love Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood so much, and it's like my top three anime of all time. But, but like, overall, like he's he, he's he's such a good guy. I wish I could have met him more. But um yeah, he, he like he he's a sweet guy and like he also voiced like 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 other characters from other animes. I think he voices a character in um Orion High School Club or something. I never really watched it, but I just know that um he voiced a character from there. Um unfortunately he doesn't have like that many voice acting roles anymore due to some controversy. But I mean I still like oh. love his performance in that one. Yeah, it's it's bad. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> oh, like, no, like okay, so, so he had some allegations against him, like, some sexual harassment or assault uh, allegations, um, and which, you know, it's kind of like this whole thing to where like, he got fired from, like, Viz Media and Funimation, and, like, two of the people who were, they're were all, they oh, yeah, also, shit, um, Vic, Vic Mignogna... Was most notably known as Broly from Dragon Ball, and of course you know Dragon Ball is something that Funimation like kind of owns It's kind of like a, like an IP type of thing, and due to the success of Dragon Ball Super Broly, um, you know Vignano's getting all this attention, and then bam, like, all these like uh, allegations hit him. Um, you know, of course he went to court. He and like he lost the case. But one thing is that, like, there was a few lawyers and, like, some, like, other people who were, like, following up, like, with the case and everything, and they were like, dude, like, these, like, women are lying. Like, they're they're clearly, like, lying. And so, yeah, there's, like, this whole, like, divisive thing that went on on Twitter. It's, like, hashtag kick Vic, hashtag I stand with Vic, whatever. It's, like, this whole thing. But... Regardless, I still think he's a great voice actor. He's great. He's a great person in real life from what I've seen in like interviews. And many of my friends have met him. They said like he's just a nice person overall. And like, yeah. But Vivian is pretty, he's pretty dope. He's a pretty dope voice actor.
1: So you support his actions? It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Let's not do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you can't talk about, you can't do a voice actor list, I guess, and not bring up Troy Baker. Yes, the man is in everything in existence to the point where he's at a point in his career that when it's like he's in a he's in a thing, people are like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Troy Baker, of course, <laughs> like because the guy is just in everything notable roles of course again uh the joker in uh arkham origins he's played batman in the telltale games uh he is fun fact the only actor to have played both batman and the joker in the same piece of media which was uh i think it was batman and the tmnt that crossover he plays both batman and the joker so bro's crazy speaking of just dc he is like a ridiculous amount of DC characters. He's been Batman and and the Joker, like I said, he's been Two-Face. Uh he's been I think two different Robins, both Jason Todd and I want to say Tim Drake. Like he's, he's stupid. <laughs> he's a stupid amount <laughs> of DC characters. DC has him in a chokehold. He's done a couple of Marvel roles. He's done, I think, Hawkeye and, and he's done Hawkeye quite a bit. And uh I think he was Loki at some point. Uh but, you know, notably he's been Joel from The Last of Us, obviously just, just as the incredibly popular character. Uh he was I think who's the main character in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, the campaign.
0: Um not sure. no, he it's was like so. Oh, he was. Yeah, he
1: like in in that game they did uh, I think that was the first COD game. They did the thing where they just used the actor's likeness, so it's just straight up Troy Baker. And he worked with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> and people people at the time were like, Did you know? And he was like, Of course I didn't know. I wasn't his target audience. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> he was like cows. I, I had a great time working with him but obviously he wasn't going to do that shit with me like
0: target audience is crazy <laughs>
1: but, yeah he said he said a ridiculous amount of shit there's stuff I definitely forgot like what Joel other things Booker DeWitt and uh, fucking Bioshock Infinite fuck I love that game it's one of my favorite games <laughs> Infinite is crazy Infinite's insane (laughs) First like 10 minutes Is like whoa The ending is The ending is insane The ending is fucking crazy I know dude Crazy That whole game's crazy man Fucking love that game But yeah Troy Baker's uh, Incredible Just an incredible incredible talent And he continues to just dominate the fucking field Bro doesn't leave any roles for anyone else (laughs) He played the bad guy in Miles Morales, the game, the tech dude. It is kind of fun. Like every time I hear his voice in something, I'm like, God damn it, is that Troy Baker? <laughs> Look it up. God damn it, it is.
0: Man, <laughs> yeah, Troy Baker, he, he's a goat, bro.
1: I can't wait to My get turn. into voice acting, audition for a role. I didn't get it, and I'm like, ah oh, man, who got it? And it's Troy Baker. <laughs> can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> but yeah, it's your turn. It's like God damn it, Troy Baker! Like,
0: like I'm like I should be disappointed, but I'm not. <laughs> um, my next one is Johnny Young Bosch, aka the Green Power Ranger, one of the best Power Rangers to exist. Um, he's voiced Ichigo in in Bleach, and like he like it's, like again, it's another reason why I love Bleach so much because of like his performance. And, uh, now he is the new, the new Broly. Um, he's well, like, he doesn't have like anything in like terms of, you know, animation, but like in Dragon Ball fighters, he's, bro he's a voice of Broly, which is cool. But, uh So um, he replaced yeah. the other guy? Yeah. He replaced Vic Mianna, <laughs> which is like, I mean, Vic Mianna wasn't mad about it. he was like, you know, he, he supports them but like yeah that's kind of like a thing um but yeah like um Johnny on Bosch has crazy range as as Ichigo alone cuz like Ichigo he's just he's been going through it bro he's been going through it but like his he has he's he has like a great subtle yet charismatic like voice when it comes to um Ichigo and like when he rages bro like he can like, he can rage like he gets like the the aggressive the aggressiveness that he can get to is very very good, and I I uh, really like him as Ichigo and other and other roles as well. Is he a better Broly? Mm, no, because well, it's not because it's like well, it's like I said, like Johnny and like barely has like any like you know like he he only has like very few.
1: Lines and is is he doing his own thing or is it an impression? Like he's he's
0: he's doing his own thing. Oh, okay, and like and like the thing is about like you know you can tell like there's a difference, but in terms like overall, on is better because he's had like more time as Broly. Like he's been like Broly right. like throughout the nineties, yeah, and then he's been like Broly in twenty nineteen. So there, there's a lot. There's like there's more of a gap between them for sure
1: uh, I want to talk about Phil Lamar yeah Phil Lamar yeah not only is he a legend you know obviously he's you know static shock both. he's John. Uh, he's played uh, Jon Stewart uh, Samurai Jack he was in Pulp Fiction <laughs> he had a great role in yeah, Pulp Fiction was, well he was in Pulp Fiction he was indeed in Pulp Fiction but also he sort of changed my perspective recently of like where this industry is um, so like during the 2020 Black Lives Matter stuff uh, you had all these like companies and studios uh, editing things and pulling things from certain shows and uh, and, and stuff like that uh, you had uh, probably the most notably when it comes to you know this topic um, the guy who played Cleveland in Family Guy uh, stepped down and was replaced by a black actor cuz the guy who played Cleveland was white uh and i i, I mean to to, to, be, to be upfront about it i wasn't happy about it cuz part of the reason why i love this space is that anyone could be anything they you know they cast with their ears not with their eyes uh and i thought you know that that was part of what made this profession magical was because of that and you know i still do believe that but like uh and i i I just i just thought it was unfair to that just because you know uh all that shit was going on that he should be replaced or anyone should be uh replaced or you know they should only cast purely by race to play certain races in this you know Field uh and Phil Lamar, you know, don't I, I don't I don't I don't want to like put words in his mouth. Um so so like I, I think you should uh look up his words uh just in case you know I butcher what he said. But uh basically he was like, you know, that's how the industry maybe should be, but that's not what the industry is. Because we have... it, There is still a disproportionate amount of white people in this industry. And the way the, and the way voice acting works is, you know, they might cast a white guy for a role. Uh, and, you know, you could see it in a bunch of people's IMUBs. They, they have, like, a main role, and then they play a bunch of, like, miscellaneous characters. Uh, and so they'll cast somebody for a white role, and then they're like, oh, we... Uh, there's this black character can you also play them? And it's like, okay, sure. So now there's this white guy playing a black guy and then they didn't even bother with, you know, maybe trying to get a black person to play this role. Philomar has talked about him going uh, to uh, auditions for a black character. And the vast majority of the room is white. Uh, The vast majority of people uh, auditioning is white. Uh, you had and people have called him like a hypocrite because he plays Samurai Jack, but like uh, I, I don't know, I feel like that's different. <laughs> it's also like you know, all this stuff is pretty new, so it's not like it's not like he you know he could have changed his perspective. I don't know. I, I'm not going to speak for Phil Lamar, uh, but you know uh, you you've had people like Laura Bailey who plays uh, Nadine Ross in Uncharted Four she's a, a black south african woman and it's like at the time no one had an issue with it but it's like now it's like uh but like i, I get what he's saying it's like and he, he's basically like until black people have an equal opportunity within this space then we can do the whole like okay anybody can play anything thing which i was like damn it damn it philomar you're right <laughs> Like uh, I I get I get what he's saying but so like Good on Phil Lamar I guess Yeah, But you disagree With what? Phil Lamar's point you you disagree I never said that I think that's what you said you said it to me off uh, Air you were like Man white people Should just (laughs) play everything That's what you said Not what I'm saying Technically, if that's I mean, I've where never, if, I've never, i never said that.
0: <laughs> whatever you say, I man. Where, where did you get this from? You.
1: I never said that. Okay. Why the fuck are you troubling me? <laughs> Technically, if that's where the industry does go, where it's like, okay, well, only like white people can play. White people or uh, whatever, whatever. Technically, I'm upset. I'm white, black, Latino. Give me everything. I'm not Asian, so I can't do that. Let me see. Because I want to
0: look at this real quick. I want to see if this is the same person. Sorry, I'm looking at the voice actor for Shenzel. I know this is the same person. Yeah, Sean DiMaggio.
1: Sean DiMaggio. Who? When? Ooh. Where? What? What are we talking about? Shenzel from Chatter. Oh, Rado, right, Rado.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, Rado, right, Rado. Yeah, right. Sean
0: DiMaggio. Yeah, Black because, like, because, yeah, because the thing is that, like, my mom was like, oh, Schnitzel's voiced by a black guy. I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah. Like, like, I'm like, no, like, he's voiced by John DiMaggio. And she's like, who's that? And I'm like, he's a white a guy. dog, like, from Adventure Time. He's white.
1: And, and my mom was like, like,
0: hell no. Yeah, well, I mean, like, my mom, like, she, like, she, like, she, like, loves chatter, but it's, like, one of the things where it's, like, because she doesn't really, like, know the type of stuff that I do when it comes to, like, voice acting and um film like when i tell her like hey like um again and again I'll, I'll tell her like hey you know like uh i see yeah she was actually super surprised when i was like yeah like uh cleveland is voiced by a white guy she was like what i was like yeah good oh, yeah. and then she was like what the hell <laughs> yeah she was like super like she was super confused about that
1: yeah i think in uh john dimaggio's little documentary i know that voice fucking love that documentary if anyone's interested in this uh you know space at all i would consider looking that up You could probably find it on youtube for free or something just it's called i know that voice um really dives deep into into you know this world and also uh, interviews a bunch of voice actors probably a bunch that we're talking about today um but but one of the I, th- I, I it might have been Kevin Michael Richardson I don't remember it's, it's one of them said that John DiMaggio is the blackest white guy you know? <laughs> because he just bro does a good black guy I don't he, he, like he's he's played multiple black people before he does a John DiMaggio does a phenomenal Tracy Morgan impression like he's he does uh, like Eric Bauza who's the current voice actor for all like the Looney Tunes does a really good Chris Rock it's been speaking of there's a there's a a white guy uh who voice matches for Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. And if anyone doesn't know what voice matching is, it's kinda it's kinda self explanatory. It's it's uh it's 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 for like live action roles, it's like for example, uh, Christopher Walken. He's on my list, might as well talk about him. Nolan North um does a flawless Christopher Walken and he voice matches for Christopher Walken. So for example, in the movie Click, there's a scene with Christopher Walken where he goes off screen for a little bit, and they needed to they needed to do some ADR, which is uh, when they essentially have to do like supplemental audio uh, for a certain scene because it wasn't working, or there's a rewrite, or whatever the case may be. Maybe the audio was fucked up, uh, so they need to bring the actor in to essentially either dub themselves or, or add a line and when it comes to like big stars like christopher walken or morgan freeman they're not like well we're not going to spend thousands of dollars presumably to you know get christopher walken or morgan freeman in or they're like super busy and you know because they're christopher walken and morgan freeman uh, and they don't have time to come in so they get someone like a nolan north uh to come in and voice match for them and uh for like probably for a fraction of the price <laughs> so so it's uh economical but yeah so like sometimes the white person playing a black guy happens there too uh happens all the time it Does happened all the time man nolan north is cool huh yeah yeah christopher christopher Walken, like i said uh another mind-blowing thing he's deadpool he's also fucking rick and in call of duty call of duty zombies uh nathan drake obviously that's probably his most well-known role he's he's a stupid amount of shit sometimes he's just in like random episodes like rick and morty Mm -hmm. you watch rick and morty and it's like additional voices nolan north i'm like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) where was he something nolan north doesn't get a lot of credit for his range because he gets a lot of the times he's just using his voice but he's got a lot of range at one time at one point he was uh he was uh gonna be mickey mouse but that sort of fell through not because of him there's some behind the scenes shit uh uh got shuffled around but like, he was gonna be mickey mouse at one point and he does a pretty good mickey mouse like yeah he, he he's he's a good he's a good voice actor he doesn't just do nolan north he doesn't just do nathan drake for everything but Uh, Yeah, like Nolan North and Troy Baker get a lot of shit because people say that they have no range, but they clearly fucking do. (laughs) But yeah, Mm -hmm. so Nolan North is somehow he's like super prolific and super out there in that industry, but yet he's underrated for his abilities. (laughs) Like, I don't know how that works, but yeah.
0: My next one. Look, it's it's another, literally another uh, anime one. But it's Justin Briner. Do you like anime? Hell oh, yeah, dude! I love it. Really? I couldn't Cra- tell. I know, right? Crazy. But no, uh, Justin Briner. He is uh, the voice of Deku from My Hero Academia, which has all might. W- one of the weirdest fan bases <laughs> ever. Um, it also he's also the voice of other people like Kid Vegeta. And Dragon Ball Super, like you know, you have Ninety One Days, Classroom of the Elite, you know, all these other anime and stuff like that.
1: My brother does a good Deku impression. Yeah, you know, De- Deku does have one of those voices, or he has, he has like one of the voices. he has like the most stereotypical anime voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he does have the stereotypical anime voice. <laughs> That's why like anyone can like really do it, which is cool. Um, I don't yeah, know if like, I can know, handle
1: those- all Might's power. <laughs>
0: But yeah um yeah, justin Bryan, he's really good like he's very like it's it's also like one of those things where it's like once you know like like if you, if you hear deku you're gonna hear deku like in most of the stuff if you watch all these anime um but of course you know like uh i think he, he has a lot of range as as deku um because you know deku goes through like a various amount of emotions throughout the anime yeah and so, like, you know, he, he can cry. He's really happy. He can also get, like, really aggressive because I know, like, season six. I think I season seven of Mario Academia. Actually, I actually haven't, haven't even been watching that. I am not cut um, up on that shit. I'm always a yeah, season behind. Yeah, I know. But, um, but yeah, you know, like, he's going to have to get aggressive very soon because of, of how things are in the manga. But, yeah, also, like, also, like, he, he's a really nice guy, too. I've, I've, met, I've met him. Before and I got a autographed a Pop from him, so he's pretty cool. Did he say
1: anything to you? Did he say oh, what did he write? What did he, he like, like to my favorite Baka? That's crazy. <laughs> um,
0: I don't remember what the I don't remember what the box said, but it said like. But he asked me like how my day was. I said it was good. How about yours? He said it's going all right. How was your day? And...
1: <laughs> 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 he just talks like that twenty four seven. That's he's stuck. He's stuck like that. No, his voice is actually like normal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very it's very normal. But
0: I think he put like two torn on my uh box. I think he he said I think he said something else, but I'm not entirely sure. You're like, cute. Like, twenty nineteen. That's crazy. That's what I'd put... Susy
1: Baka!
0: Um, but... He, he's pretty... He's pretty dope. Oh,
1: mate! Stop acting sus! <laughs>
0: That's crazy.
1: I think Asui is the imposter. Okay, I'm done. I'm done.
0: Nah, bro. Please stop,
1: bro. <laughs> you're scaring...
0: You're scaring the hoes.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, it's my turn, right? Um... Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with uh, sort of what I was talking about with John DiMaggio, how there's like subtlety in his uh, performances that can make vast differences. Uh, Hinden Walsh, who uh, you may know as Starfire or Princess Bubblegum, uh, again one of those one of those voices. Like again, like they're they're essentially the exact same voice, <laughs> but they're so vastly different. Like you can tell Starfire from Princess Bubblegum and uh i think uh i think again she's very underrated within the space it's not like she doesn't get roles but like uh, I, th- I don't think she gets a ton of credit but also maybe i'm biased because i fucking i love both of those characters so much that she's starfire in teen titans one of my favorite cartoons and princess bubblegum in what i think is the best cartoon of all time so <laughs> so maybe i'm biased i don't know but like yeah Hinden Hinden Walsh. uh Kind of a short one here, but, like, yeah, Hendon Walsh is just, uh, I think, really, really brilliant and doesn't get the credit she deserves. Yeah, I don't know who that is, bro. I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) You hate Teen Titans. You're like, ugh. I love Teen Titans. You despise it. Nah. I don't think
0: that at all. Where'd you get that from?
1: I don't know. But, like, I I think it's also impressive. And you see this uh, with a ton of voice actors again someone on my list is gonna pop up like these as much as i hate to say these i mean a lot of these iconic uh uh known voice actors are getting old um and it's just i think it's always fascinating to me that like someone like hinden walsh can like it it, like play these characters like they never fucking stopped and like they're like her voice is like still super light and bubbly uh and Mm -hmm. I, i i love that stuff Talk about that yeah, again. I think
0: I think it's I think it's like kind of like it, it's all yeah. Also, like it um, what you call it? It fascinates me and how like you know some people who are voice actors like their, their prime is kind of like different in terms of like other actors and people like that. Like, like, usually, like a voice actor, like they're kind of like like prime is like you know make sometimes like in their thirties and like forties and like like beyond. Yeah, and it's just like damn, it's like. You're you're like you're you're sixty. And you're doing all these voices. That's just crazy. Like, you know, I, I like a one one. Uh, can I, are you finished with yours? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna just go next. Yeah. So basically, like um like Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom is sixty three, and he's still like he's like doing like all these voices like you know from the nineties and like up until now. Um. But yeah. Like, you know. Of course, my next one is Steve Bloom. Hell so yeah. you don't know who Steve, if you don't know who Steve Bloom is. If like, you don't
1: know who Steve Bloom is, you do know who he is. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like it's either like you,
0: you you're not doing names or faces, or like you are generally living under a rock. But like, of course, you know, he's most notably known uh for Cabo uh cab *Spike spikes um, you know, Naruto, Initial D, Sub Zero, and uh Wolverine, like you you've heard Steve Bloom before. And like He's also one of my Dempsey. Uh, he's, yeah, Dempsey as well. It, like, it's also one of the things where it's like, he, like he also
1: has incredible, incredible range. Which again like, is not utilized as well as it should be. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's he's always like, like, get down, maggot, and shit like that. <laughs> and yeah. Wolverine, like, hey, bub. He's, but yeah, he, he, bro, has range. It's not. It's yeah, not just does, growly just, dude all the time
0: he does have range and like i think like also like one of the my like you can kind of tell with like one of the characters but like one of my favorite um performances of him is like when he's in ben 10 i mean you don't like you don't like ben 10 but I know, I i'm sorry but ben 10 you know he's like vilgax he's heat blast and ghost freak and like all these other all these other people which like you know they, you know you can hear him but like he still has like pretty good amount of range in, in those roles as well um yeah, he's played, like, so, my, so many other people and so many other roles. But, yeah, like, you know, Steve was also, like, one of my other inspirations. Absolutely. Because, because of the fact that, like, you know, I've seen, you know, I've seen him as Wolverine, I've seen him as Spike Spiegel, and it's like, you know, he has that, like, the very charming, charismatic, yet, like, aggressive tone of voice that he can do. And it's something that, like, it's it's kind of like it's definitely like a comfort thing when you hear his voice absolutely in, in, in media he's the best he is
1: yeah he's like I the really, the tsunami really
0: guy yeah he was yeah, he was the tsunami guy for like years he is the tsunami guy he is a tsunami guy, you're right
1: still is yeah he like that's the perfect example of how like the second that comes on it's like it's it's so soothing, <laughs> mhm, it's just uh oh, it's nice. Oh, man. Man, I really, hold
0: on. I want, I really just, I really want to meet, like, I think it's cool, like, meeting voice actors and stuff. And I, I, I kind of regret this, but, like, like literally, like, like I could have met, like, so many voice actors last year whenever I was in Dallas, but I just didn't have the money. But, like, I could have met James Arnold Taylor. He was, like, literally, like, Obi Wan. Yeah. He was, like, I actually, I saw him, like, when I was passing by. And he said, hello, hello there. (laughs) No, I saw him, and I saw, like, a bunch of people from from the Clone Wars. But, yeah, I I really want to meet some more voice actors.
1: I hear your name's Torrin. You're a Star Wars fan, are you? You haven't seen Andor. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He pulls out a lightsaber and just cuts me in half. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) So (laughs) uncivilized. What were we talking about? (laughs) some of me meaning um voice oh, yeah. actors. You know, speaking of um uh sort of voice actors who are like older and like you were talking about how, like some voice actors aren't in their primes until like their 30s. I would say uh next person on my list Billy West wasn't really mm-hmm. in their I would say was in their prime when they were like 50. Yeah. Uh Billy West if you don't know, uh again, incredibly prolific voice, act, voice actor. He's 71. Fucking seventy one. He's Philip J. Fry from Futurama. I mean, he's like if you've seen Futurama, he's he's eighty percent of the cast. <laughs> he's 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 Fry. He's Zoidberg. He's Professor Farnsworth. I mean, he plays his stupid, stupid, stupid amount of characters on that show. But you know, the Futurama has just come back. They did. A, they're doing a revival series um, right now on Hulu. And again, it's just it's it, th- 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 that show was like. I think it, I think it, cause it, it was canceled and then picked up again. And I think it might've ended in like 2013, I want to say. So it's been a decade, but even then the show started in 1999. So like, it, it's, it's like he never stopped it. Like he just picked it up again and uh, like just killed it. He was also Bugs Bunny for a period of time. He's the red M&M. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the red M&M. <laughs> so, and, and it's like, it's the same it's the it's 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 the same voice you know it's like it, it it's like because they do this obviously they do it for a living it's like their their vocal cords are like constantly worked and, and so it's like their voice just like never changes uh, at least when they do the voice their regular his regular voice he, he's clearly clearly like aged uh but like he, he, he he's he still got it basically he's still got it like jim cummings is how old is jim cummings actually i don't know how how old is jim cummings Jim Cummings is 70 and he he's still doing poo. He just did poo in Christopher Robin in 2018 and it's as it's as smooth as ever. So like he he's killing it. I mean, yeah, Billy West is is obviously a legend and just that an example that you could just jump in, bro. You could be 60, start voice acting, why not?
0: Right? <laughs> it's
1: it's like it's never Really, too like
0: never too late to start voice acting.
1: Yeah, like I want to, I want to start as soon as possible. But like I don't, I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I want to start as soon as possible because, like you know, it's it's also like one of those things to where it's like the like there is like a like a pretty big amount of people like in this like group. Like it's kind of like it's its own like like little niche. Yeah. Um, but like you know. While these people have been voice acting, you know, like for like years and years, it's also like it's not going to happen, like you know, like right, right away. Like you have exactly. to like work for it.
1: Yeah, Nolan North is always like, you gotta. I mean, this is this is just for acting in general, but like you gotta get used to rejection. And also, mm-hmm. Nolan North says, which I think is a, a a sage piece of advice, is that if you're not picked for a role. It's not that you're, you, you're bad or you did a bad job in the audition. It's just that you weren't what they were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So don't beat yourself up over and, it.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of like a theme with like, you know, like acting like for, like for sure, like in like regular, like acting, like, you know, like people get like rejected on all the time and you know, they, you just weren't like what they're looking for. It's
1: part of the job. Which, uh, if I do become a voice actor, is the part I'm dreading the most. <laughs> it's just the idea of auditioning constantly. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it is, like, a dread, dreadful thing.
1: But, that's you know, why, if the actual like, voice acting part is, you know, satisfying to me, then it's like, okay, it's, well, it's worth it then, isn't it? Mm. Yeah.
0: Look, this is, like, another another anime one. But you know this. Ooh. It's Chris, Christopher Sabat. I don't know who that is. No, I'm, just who that I'm, is. Just, I'm just and kidding. I'm just like, I I kidding. Like, I was like, it's kind of like one of the things of like Steve Boom, Like, you better know who Christopher Sabat is. He is the voice of Vegeta. Like, if you don't know who fucking Vegeta is and like, bro, like... All Might. You are not living on Earth. Vegeta, All Might. He's also voices of one of my favorite characters and one of my favorite anime uh, Yu Hakusho, is in, he plays Korobara, he's kind of like this like, like at first he's kind of like a like a meathead delinquent who like turns himself around and he ends up like becoming a really great friend to uh, Yusuke Urameshi who is the main character in Yu Hakusho He's in a John
1: Bellion song
0: He is in a John Bellion song
1: We've been talking and, about Steve Bloom is all over <laughs> the incredible oh, true story yeah.
0: Yeah, he is an incredible, too. yeah, frequently collabs with Logic. Kind of needs to see back on a live track. Oh, God.
1: I love just that he's, like, at conventions and stuff. And just randomly, I just... He's wearing a piece of Logic merch, and I'm like, look at you. Look at him. Such a dad. I know, right? Such a great person.
0: But yeah, anyways, yeah, you know, Christopher Sabat is... um. Yeah, he like he 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 is he's a treasure. Now the thing that you said earlier about like you know um oh I mean, it's like very very kind of like rare where like you know a voice actor is like an asshole. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories about Christopher Sabat being an asshole, dude. Really. Yeah, um, him and Sean Schemmel too I don't know who that which is Which I'm not surprised with like Sean Schemmel So it's like the Sean anime Schimmel. group
1: Okay, so it's the anime people that are assholes <laughs> Got it it's Good like thing two, I'm not in two, that world
0: <laughs> Cause Yeah, because like um, You know, the thing about Christopher Sabbath Is that he he came here Him and Sean Schemmel Came here in um, April Like 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 literally like A week after our birthday it's like April 14th or whatever um
1: what is Doxus?
0: like oh well, I'm I'm just kidding. they don't know <laughs> but yeah like uh well i would i didn't hear it from that that convention but like i've heard like people who have met sean shemmel and chris abbott it's like yeah like they're like dude like they're like they're like assholes like they've always had an attitude never asked for like an autograph and it's also like one thing towards like it all really depends on like how that person is and like w- what type of day they're having, you know. And it's very unfortunate that like you'll catch a celebrity that's like at a convention on a bad day because you know it's a convention. They're going to meet yeah, they're there for a reason. Yeah, they're there for a reason. They they're going to be meeting thousands of people, getting paid like <laughs> like signing autographs, having to conversate with you. They're going to get tired like easily.
1: Actually, you know, speaking of conventions, for a lot of people that may not know, for voice actors who are, like, sort of, like, less well-known or don't get as many roles but may have, like, let's say, like, a a particularly popular character, uh, a lot of times they make a lot of their money from conventions and doing signings and stuff.
0: So, yeah, like, it's kind of of like a thing like that, like...
1: Yeah, so it's the Mm -hmm. anime people.
0: Yeah, some, yeah, sometimes.
1: I've heard a couple things about certain other voice actors. A, a lot of people feel some type of way about Troy Baker, but I haven't actually heard any, like, stories like, oh, he's an asshole. It's just people are like, like, <laughs> I hate to say it, but, like, people are like, they get the ick from him just because of the way Burr. he, like, carries himself and the way he speaks. And I'm like, okay, I guess. But I haven't actually heard anything bad about the guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Um, I guess uh, next one for me, we'd have to go with the absolute legend, Tara Strong. Yeah. I mean, she's like, uh, how would I even... She's like, I I guess, like, the Steve Bloom, the female Steve Bloom, in in the sense that, like, if you don't know who she is, you know who she is. She's literally... Literally in everything. <laughs> Name a couple yeah, roles. Name a couple roles.
0: Um, uh, I don't know. Timmy Turner. She, 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 she's Timmy Turner. She's been she ten. Raven. Yep. Harley um, Quinn. She had she had a couple of voice roles and rugrats. Batgirl. Fucking love rugrats, bro. Um, Harley. Of course, you know Harley Quinn. She's Miss Minutes and Loki. Yeah. Care the shit out of me in one of those scenes. She's uh, Bubbles in Powerpuff Girls, right? Yeah, I think she's a Bubbles, yeah.
1: She's one of the My Little Ponies. I don't know anything about that shit. You can ask Torn about that, dude, though.
0: I'm not. A, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Not a fucking brony, dude. Crazy.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> but that yeah, she's in, Crazy She's in literally everything. And again, her range is just crazy crazy uh of course uh she took over from uh arlene sorkin for harley quinn uh she was the original not, not literally the original original but she was the original batgirl on batman the animated series so keep it in the family there uh murder. yeah she's just stupidly stupidly prolific uh in this uh industry and she's just she just continues to absolutely murder it you ready for my next one? No. Oh, but you can say uh, it anyway. It's gonna
0: kind of shock you, but this to shock, shock me. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane. Ah, it's Seth MacFarlane on my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I mean, yeah. <laughs> bro voices too many people in Family Guy
1: yeah, in have-
0: I mean, it is his own. It is his show.
1: Myself, so, yeah. I mean, Seth MacFarlane. Seth great, great guy great, great guy, guy, guy by all accounts incredible creative because it's not like he just Yay. does voices writes and and what have you incredible singer incredible singer bro sinatra incarnate literally yeah like every character on family guy
0: <laughs> yeah every character on family guy including like ted because like i was recently watching ted
1: yeah ted and peter you know, quagmire yeah stewie stewie yeah that's what i was thinking of brian which is just mm-hmm. his regular voice, he just has an incredible voice in general. This is a regular speaking voice, it's not fair. He has it <laughs> all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. you I love Seth McFarlane. Yeah, I love him. Is it also my turn again? Okay, because I mean, or is it your turn? No, you, it's my you turn. You go, you go. Yes, you got, yeah, you go. You have more than me.
1: Okay, I'm gonna, you know, how I was talking about how, how with Troy Baker. It's gotten to the point where it's like if you if you if you hear he's in something, people are like annoyed because he's in everything. Yeah. So this is how I feel about this next person. <laughs> Can you guess who it is? Uh. Even more so than Troy Baker, Steve Bloomer, or Tara Strong. This person is literally in everything imaginable and it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> every time mm, I see not, I see their not name, sure. I'm just like, God damn it. Of course, it's D. Bradley Baker. Oh, damn it. I should. Yeah, <laughs> it's to the point. It's like, OK, he's all the clones of the Clone Wars. Very, very cool. Awesome. I love it. All right. He's Perry the Platypus. He, I mean, he, 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 he's a bunch of other fucking characters. But when it gets to the point where I'm watching James Gunn's Suicide Squad, James Gunn's <laughs> The Suicide Squad, and it gets to the credits and it says additional voices, D Bradley Baker. And I'm like, huh, excuse me. <laughs> and I look it up and I see that he plays the fucking rat what the fuck? I'm like, okay. Why? <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not cool, man. He's in everything. He makes every sound imaginable. That he's just what? Like, I, I, what is this man's vocal cords? <laughs> he's just he's just literally in everything. Every human, every creature, every animal. Everything you see, you'll see D. Bradley Baker, and it's just I'm just like God. It, it's not even a thing. It's like oh who 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 plays this person? It's D. Bradley Baker, and I'm like God damn it! It's more like it's like oh there's this like really obscure thing, and then in the credits it says D. Bradley Baker, and I'm like what in the goddamn shit? It's not it's not cool, man.
0: He's all, I think I also I remember his Batman, Batman Brave and the Bold. That that's like always like stuck with me. For
1: like a long time He has almost 700 Credits on IMDb That's crazy That is insane But guess what What Steve Bloom has 850 credits on IMDb Jeez That's that's crazy
0: I mean it it makes sense Considering he has like over 30 years worth Of voice acting experience Yeah Ready for my next one?
1: Yes. It's J.K. Simmons. Oh, uh, see, I was I was thinking about J.K. Simmons, but I was like, because I put Mark Hamill down, and it's like, okay, well, he's like a live action actor, but at this point in his career, he's more of a voice actor than anything. So J.K. Simmons, I was like, ah, he's great, but do I put him down? I don't know.
0: Right like, of course, you know, J.K. Simmons, he's more, yeah, mostly known for his live action stuff, but like, it's also one of the things where like his voice also just has like you know, his voice is like, recognizable as well,
1: you know J. Jonah Jameson in J. non-live Jonas. action stuff yo uh, Omni-Man, obviously um, yeah, Omni-Man dude from Avatar The Last Airbender right? Or is that Legend yeah, of Korra? no, it's Legend of Korra alright, i watch in. that
0: shit uh, yeah, you should nah it's crazy how you're sleeping on one of the greatest shows of all time.
1: Uh, I'll get to it.
0: <laughs>
1: and, uh, yeah, you play some people in the Avengers. Of course. um, um Bro from he's a dude in the uh, the that that uh that uh bestiality movie. What? Uh uh Zoolander, no, Zookeeper, no. What's it called? I have no idea. The Disney movie. The Disney movie? The the one with um, the animals. I don't know much about no, much about that. The one that's about racism, uh, the one with the bunny that everyone thinks is hot, uh... Zootopia. Zootopia. There you go. <laughs> I
0: was like, "What the heck?" He also he has some vo- he has some voice roles and he has a role in BoJack Horseman Gravity oh, Falls. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's great in Gravity Falls. He's in Brooklyn Nine Nine for yeah, an episode. He is. Yeah, of course you know most notably right now he's oh yeah he also has a voice role in Infinity Train. He's a he's, he's a pig baby, and then most notably right now, he has a role in Invincible.
1: Oh, he's it's in Baldur's Gate three.
0: The, he is in Baldur's Gate three.
1: Oh, god! I hate seeing yeah. this on the on the IMDb. Commissioner Gordon and Batgirl labeled completed. <laughs> that fucking hurts. He's in Chippendale cool. Rescue Rangers. He has a um, he has a thing uh, a voice role on Portal two. You say it's uncredited? What? you say it's uncredited
0: no no for uh, no, no
1: for for portal 2 yeah cave johnson, johnson yeah yeah legendary role also yeah jk yeah, simmons was. is incredible the goat he is the goat i only got two more i only got two more torn i only got two more oh god i got a sneeze you can go i'm anticipating your sneeze it's not happening. Oh, uh, no. It was one of those. One of the fake-out sneakers. Yeah,
0: I, I know. It was one of the fake-out ones. Uh,
1: the next one on my list is Laura Bailey. Yeah. Again, a legend. Talked about her earlier, how she played a black South African. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's a white woman. People might know her from Critical Role. She's also Abby in The Last of Us Part Two. Please don't send her death threats like people did. Fucking weirdos. Uh, Laura Bailey is just fucking incredible man she's again talk about like with troy baker and laura bailey they're like the types and i guess that also obviously extends to uh ashley johnson like oscar worthy fucking performances and they're in video games and shit like that that's why like this can't be you know overlooked these 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 actors. Uh, she's also Mary Jane in the Insomniac Spider-Man games. She's she plays Black Widow quite a bit. Um, yeah, she does. Yeah, she's a phenomenal, phenomenal voice actress. She is. A lot of people say that she is the female Troy Baker because she's in everything, and it's like, God damn it, it's Laura Bailey. She was in. She was in like one like thing. It was
0: like. Yeah, like a digital voice like Laura Bailey I was like, where? How? When? Why? Oh yeah, she's also in fucking Yu-Yu-HAKUSHO, that makes a lot of sense.
1: That yeah, that She's also in the uh the Boruto Yeah, I do watch that shit. Naruto, the movie. She's
0: fucking Kushina Uzumaki from Naruto? That's crazy.
1: She's yeah, Lady okay. Comstock in Bioshock Infinite. Fucking of course Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: Wait, wait, wait! I think it was was a game. I think it was a game. It was a game. Yeah, she was Abby in The Last of Us Part Two. She was.
1: Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Oh yeah, that I figured it out. Yeah, she was in. She was in. Yeah, yeah. She was Kate Diaz in Gears of War. That makes it. Yeah, that's it.
1: You were like Laura Bailey.
0: Yeah, I was like, what the heck?
1: Who's that? Yeah, Laura Bailey's amazing. She's forty-two. God damn! That's crazy. Looks phenomenal. I think Terror Strong's fifty. Looks incredible. Right
0: for my last one. Yes. Last one is Sam Witwer.
1: Oh, oh, dude, yeah, that's a great one. Dude, Sam Witwer, bro, the like, man who made me give a shit about Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he like he made Darth Maul what he is. On God.
0: But yeah, like his his voice, like I saw I was um, watching an interview he did with someone, and they they had asked him like, oh, like you know, how did you come up with the Darth Maul voice? And he was saying like, hey, you know, well, I rewatched Phantom the Phantom Menace, Mm -hmm. and um, he got inspiration for that guy, and then he just that guy, that guy,
1: it's fucking bro from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He plays the tick The tick? I, his, oh. his name is Weird bro, and I can you, never remember What are you talking about, bro? I don't know
0: I'm just kidding, let me, let me view all this up Oh my god How did I not, I literally just I, I remembered and then I forgot. Peter Sirf,
1: Sir 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 just... <laughs> Hold on. Serafanowicz? Sur- Serafinowicz. Surafan- Sur- 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 Serafinowicz? Anyway, he said a bunch of shit. He was in Parks and Rec for a bit. Yeah, he wasn't... No. He was so. in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. He was in John Wick 2. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you know, found it. yeah, he I was have... the original Darth Maul. I mean, it was Ray yeah. Park, but he did the voice.
0: Yeah, Peter Serafinowicz.
1: Yeah, he... Got inspiration from him, and then
0: you just like, bro just did it. Yeah. he said he made his voice, like, just, like, kind of, like, a little deeper, and, like, you know, Sam Woodward, being the biggest Star Wars nerd, he just managed to do that, and then also, like, they had asked him, like, uh, you know, whenever they were doing stuff for The Force Unleashed, he said in his headshot and his audition, they were, it was, like, exactly what they were looking for, and when he was also doing, like, the, uh, kind of, like, the the mocap stuff, and, you know, he was like doing the meditation. He said he did it all, he did everything all differently, but the meditation was the same. And the director called him out on it. He was like, Well, he doesn't know how to meditate. Like, he, he's kind of like learning from like a Sith. Like, he's trying to force his way to like make the lightsaber. And I think that's just kind of like the great attention to detail that I, that I liked from him.
1: Yeah. And also, there was a there was a time. God, I wish I remembered the specifics. But he was doing, I'm pretty sure it was the Clone Wars for Dave Filoni, and there was something in the script that he clocked, and he was like, "Hey, should it be this?" And Dave Filoni was just like, "Fuck!" And he like yeah. he like hid behind his like hat and shit because <laughs> it's like because obviously if anyone knows anything about Dave Filoni, he's literally like George Lucas's heir. <laughs> He, he is the star wars guy other than george lucas so so he can affect that sam Witwer corrected dave Filoni is fucking awesome but yeah sam Witwer is incredible uh, yeah dude god he needs to be in live action star wars at some he point he does need to be a live action star wars and like people think he's in ahsoka but it's just a theory but who knows i i mean i i hope so
0: dude like i like i really hope so because like it, it's 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 just it's like crazy because like you know he needs it's like one of those things where it's, he kind of reminds me of kind of like a a, a Matt bomer where he needs to be at more things yeah yeah definitely and like dude's like i mean he's 45 he's literally like still pretty young but he's not getting so, any younger he's not gonna get any younger so use him while he use him please. please yeah he was in yeah of course you know he did the of course you know yeah he was in he did, like, additional voices from The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker.
1: Apparently, he's really good friends with uh, Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I wouldn't doubt it. Dude looks like a nice guy. Yeah, he was in the... Yeah, he
0: was, uh Well, he was uncredited in The Walking Dead. Of course, you know, he does suffer. Resistance. He's in Mythic Quest!
1: What?! That's sick! Okay, I gotta finish Mythic Quest. Oh, that's right, he's in Batman and Barriers, which is a, a podcast story... Series and he plays a he plays a villain in that and he was really good. I forgot about that. So he was in the cast. So it was like, whoever, whoever played by Sam Witwer. I was like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. He's he's just he's just great, dude. He's a phenomenal Palpatine as well. He is a phenomenal Palpatine. He was in twenty three episodes of Supergirl, live action. Yes, well, presumably yes.
0: That's crazy. Ben
1: Lockwood, Agent Liberty, Brainiac Five.
0: Well, I mean, I wouldn't know, because uh, I don't watch that shit. I don't watch that shit either.
1: I kind of want them to do, because, like, the tease at the end of Solo. Imagine more, like, live-action Darth Maul stuff, and, and he's the one that's dubbing over the voice. Yeah. God, man. Bro, I can't believe I got spoiled by that shit.
0: <laughs> I hope the guy who did it, like, I hope, like, both of his pillows are, like, blazing hot, dude. Just, I can't believe it. I mean, like, Solo Solo was fine, Ended up watching it like, you know, like Like months later, but still God damn, like, I can't even believe it So annoying
1: Oh yeah, I'm looking at him in uh, Some pictures of him in Supergirl Yeah, that's, it's just Starkiller Just walk- walking around
0: Do I have to just be, do I have to watch Supergirl Now to get my, to get more Sam Woodward? Nah bro, just look
1: up some Clips online You right Anyway, you ready for my last one? Yeah This one, this man is like. He, his, all of his roles fascinate me. It's Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny! The legend himself. SpongeBob. Ice King. Spunk Bob. Spunk (laughs) Bob. But like, all of his roles fascinate me because I swear to God, because like, unlike, um, you know, other actors with their other roles, I feel like Tom Kenny is like. An anomaly in that I have, I don't think I've ever heard a good impression of one of Tom Kenny's characters. I've heard ones that are pretty close, but I've never heard like a really, really like dead on SpongeBob or Ice King. Like his, his, all of his voices are like so unique in that way. I don't know, I don't know what is it about, what it is about this man's voice or, or the roles he chooses, but. Bro kills it. He's in. He's in a bunch of like uh, Rick and Morty episodes too. Sort of like Nolan North. Uh, he's just incredible. And again, by all accounts, an incredibly nice guy.
0: I would love to meet Tom Kenny.
1: I want to give him a nice handshake. I just want to. I
0: just want to tell him. I just want to like. I like. Uh, um. What I wanted to do one. Um. One of these days, is to get a like a a cameo comic kind of like from like a voice actor, and they just say like like have like a special voice message to me or something like that
1: would be really cool it could be Deku calling you a sussy Baka oh
0: my god dude not doing that
1: <laughs> why not
0: oh I want to get um what's his name I'm, I'm, I'm blinking out on his name I'm blinking out oh yeah um RJ Mitt to like say something to me
1: it's gonna happen one day
0: it's going to happen right
1: now. I got the money. I'm going to do it right now. I'm just oh, you need that
0: Xbox. <laughs> I don't need that
1: Xbox. I really do. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, you know, what I've noticed, uh, or at least recently, a lot of these older uh, voice actors like Billy West and Jim Cummings, I feel like are a lot more or maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but like they feel like they've been a lot more open because Jim Cummings has a podcast and he had Billy West on it. And they were talking about how people always come up to come up to them at like conventions and stuff, you know, to get autographs and what have you. And they're like, hey, I do a really good blank impression, whichever one of their characters is. And they're like, and they're like, and it's always horrible, (laughs) but you just got to kind of smile and go, yep, (laughs) like
0: that was really good.
1: (laughs) And I'm like, oh, man, that's (laughs) rough. but it's like also like yeah you gotta imagine you go to a convention and you're one of those people and you do a really shitty impression of them and they're like man that was shit give up on your dreams
0: <laughs> that'd be that will be ter- like that will be terribly funny so, is that it from you I got nothing else
1: yeah I got nothing that's it from me so did you watch anything this week nope <laughs> bro slacking Dude, I didn't watch shit, dude. <laughs> bro, just turn on your TV and put on something other than yeah, YouTube. I, bro, sorry. Bro's watching Overwatch gameplay like crazy.
0: I'm watching Overwatch gameplay and then I get on to play Overwatch and then like and then we're dealing with fucking sweaties on every game known to man. Can't fucking do shit. Actually no, I was I was I was watching the Flash yesterday. Huh.
1: Oh yeah, you yeah. were you were watching like the behind the scenes and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind
0: of crazy. And I was watching behind the scenes of like other stuff too, like um, Zack Snyder's Justice League and Man of Steel. It's crazy. I mean, like, it, I mean, I shouldn't really doubt it, but they they were making like the the Kryptonian language that you see on like all the stuff in you know, the beginning of the movie with like Russell Crowe. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. I guess it counts as something. I don't know.
1: It does count as something. Uh I watched They Clone Tyrone.
0: Oh yeah, you told me you watched
1: that. Uh yes. It was it was fantastic. It's like Atlanta meets Get Out meets this movie, sorry to bother you, which I guess you could watch. But yeah, like, it's
0: more it's it's more so like that fantastical realism, like like Atlanta.
1: Yeah, it's a. Uh, there's a name for it. I think it's Afro surrealism or something yeah,
0: like that. Yeah, 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 Afro uh,
1: surrealism. Yeah, it's like that. I think the the execution in this film they clone Tyrone is better than uh what they did in sorry to bother you. In my opinion, uh it's not it's not really like the same plot or anything, but uh, uh, it's I don't know, it's similar in a certain way. <laughs> uh I will go into it, but it was a it was a really fantastic movie. Uh, you know, with fantastic performances from Jamie Foxx, of course, uh, Tayona Paris, who was really incredible, but especially John Boyega, who was a, was a real standout in this. Uh, and again, you know, proves himself as an actor, because again, a lot of the, for a lot of these like big blockbusters, you know, like Tom Holland with Spider-Man or John Boyega with star Wars, there's always a stigma around them. Like, Oh, they can't act because they're in a big blockbuster. It makes no fucking sense, but, is what it is. And so they sort of have to like get these roles like this to sort of like prove themselves. And John, John Boyega has done that numerous times at this point, but uh, I thought he was, he was really, really, really good in, in this film. And, you know, there may or may not be a sequel. It sort of sets up that it it ends in a way where it's like, there doesn't have to be a sequel, but if they do decide to do one, like there, there is room to do so. So Mm -hmm. it's very, very good. Highly recommend it.
0: Yeah, my my mom uh asked me if I watched it and I'm like, no, I haven't really gotten a chance to see it yet. But she she really she really likes it.
1: Good. Good. Uh but yeah, is that the it, what are you clicking? I'm not clicking anything. What are you what are you doing? Not doing anything. What is that? Nothing. Are you clipping your nails? Yeah. You motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. Oh, you're like, God, what is that? <laughs> so he got motherfuckers clipping his nails through the pocket. What are you, Sorry, dude. What are you doing? Is that the show? <laughs> that is the show. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Avengers Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E, nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at itseneth underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? At tornguy on Instagram. You can find him cutting his nails. We also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree if you have any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Adventures Podcast. We'll see you next week.
0: Later.